0: Hey, no! Oh! No! Nobody can do the Shigalane! Like I do! Skate! Hey, like I, I do! do the boogaloo! Like I do! Like I do! I got I gotta! Hey! Nobody! Nobody! Yeah, nobody. Yeah, nobody. Nobody. Yeah, you along. know, nobody else could be 6 and 0 but me. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, I'm the Weasel. Yeah, the Snake. <laughs> yeah, this is the Weasel Snake podcast. Just a side note, we were just popping off so much of that intro that we accidentally stopped the recording. Like, so. Yeah, so if it cuts out and you heard that, you're like, why did it end? We're Electric, sorry. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was electricity, electricity, that's, that's all. Yeah, we were, yeah, the phone was on top of the laptop, and like, I don't know, <laughs> something might have happened, but we're here now. Yep. Happy yep. week six, um, welcome back, uh, a, a great week, I should say, uh, a lot of trades, a lot you of trades. You made three yourself, bud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today, I think. Yeah, today alone, Um This is week seven, by the way, not week six. Week six. No, like, we just went through week six, and then we we're going okay. over on the all pot. Okay, all right, all right, George. Sure, sure. Um, sure. we're going into week seven for actual- Pod stuff, but what, yeah, what we're gonna recap last week? We're gonna uh, go some, go through some waivers that happened this week, and uh, go through some trades. I like it. Let's just jump right into matchups. But I feel like we're gonna talk a bit about the trades. Absolutely. Uh, I'll do mine first. Let me do mine first. Um, so I was facing Mike. I was facing the New Jersey Jock Straps. You know, took home a dub 128 105. Uh, that being said, though, I went into the Monday game. Yeah, games. I, I don't go over that as a light W. I think that's a, I think that's a good, good win, especially because it push, pushes a top five team to one, one in five. five. That's sure. a huge W. That's yeah. not just a. That's not a. That's not an individual W. That's a league W. Valid, valid. And everybody said it last week. Like my team could be on the rise, but I think there's kind of pushing the other way. Um, so I mean. Uh, for my team, like tr- like Trevor Lawrence finally had a day um, with 25. Um, he had two rushing touchdowns, which is big time. Um, like he he, um, he went 20 for 22 for passing, only with 165 yards. So the rushing really saved him. Um, Eckler just continued to do Eckler yeah, things at 24. Yeah, yeah rip. Uh, break down that trade real quick. Do you think sticky? Do you think you want it? Do you think it's a push? Uh, tell me about the trade with uh, Eckler for Kelsey, Greece, um, and uh, Kelsey. You know what's funny? I feel like this is gonna sound weird. Like because of the trade you did today, I feel like I won. Well, like, like like not even talking shit, we'll, we'll get to. I feel like you took a little bit of a step back, but like, if if you look at those players for those players, like Brees and Kelsey for Eckler, I don't like the trade for myself because like right when I traded Brees, he's had two what. 20-point weeks in a row. He's really solidified himself as a number one back there, too. I mean, th- yeah. it's not just, like, 20-peak. Yeah, in the league, I mean, he's the sixth, bet, like, number yeah, sixth yeah, back in the I league. Mean, wow. He's quite good. Um, so, I mean— So that uh, hurts. But, but, but you, know. can't, you can't hate um, Eckler coming into his full self that he was last year. I mean, he won you the chip. I mean, he's literally the number one running back. Yeah, guy. I mean, you, you can't, know, I can't be— like, like, you can't I'm not going to say happy. it's a— Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to say it's a bad trade, but I, th- I think, like— I wouldn't do it now. You definitely gave up the value that you needed, that you had to give up to receive the number one back, and with that trade, you didn't, lose anything because you got the number one back like he didn't lose that spot if he did you would have lost it but since he hasn't i think it's pretty much a push having the number one back on your team regardless how much you trade for him yeah it's a it's a it's a big it's a big push for your team just like having just a z and cooper cup like yeah cooper cups in his own league having him on your team is going to propel your team to a different level just because you have him you know i have a question for you what's the only better thing than having the number one back having both of them Having the number one and the number, the number two, two back. I agree. Let's look down to Saquon Barkley, Who's <laughs> the number two back in fantasy. Uh, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> L- like, like, fuck what I just said. I have the number one and two backs in fantasy. I don't really Yeah, know absolutely. Talking. Absolutely. Um, so, Saquon, 18 and a half. I mean, he's just the offense, bro. He Like, he's every week just putting up good numbers. Um, Metcalf of five. I want to look at my second fucking wide receiver. I want to flash back to last week when everyone shat on my fucking chest for picking up Claypool for 20 bucks. Nobody shat on you. No, Are you kidding? Everyone shat on dude, me. In the can chat. you listen to me? Yes, You're, I will. Listen and, to you. and just open your mind for a second. Nobody shat on you for the one week claim for Chase Claypool. Nobody shat on you for that. Everybody knew you needed a wide receiver for that one week. One. One week. Everybody was on the boat. That it is absurd, as you are multiple weeks, as I, as you just did this past day. You have you. We all believe that you reached on a wide receiver with unexplainable amount of fab, and I think that happens on a week-to-week basis. And I think you, you are the one that fell through, like fell prey to that. I'm not technically saying that Chase, Clay, Chase Claypool is a bad waiver pickup. I'm saying twenty dollars for Chase Claypool. When you're only gonna get them for max one, maybe two, but how about it? but like my point is it's a blind bid, so like how am I supposed to like in weeks past when I've lost bids? Hear you me need, out. Hear me out. Yes. Be, be, like be, Because. It, it combines with my quarterback thing where, like, on posit- the quarterback position, which I've needed more than the wide receiver, I've been outbid by people and people that don't even fucking need quarterbacks. So I was like, you know, this week is something that, like, people actually do need as a receiver. Flex has them going for around 20 bucks each week. I, I guess that people are going to be betting 13 $14, $15. I'm, I'm telling you, and, and, and don't even lie, did you expect, like, only me to be the only person betting? At me? Because put it this way, if I didn't bet on him, he would have been sitting on the waiver wire. Like Like, would you – Would you not have been surprised? Like, is that not just me? I'm not saying that. It's not a surprise that people would have bet on him. I'm saying as a person that's shopping somebody on the fab, I'm looking at, like, think about it when you're going to any sort of shopping sort of thing. Like, I'm walking into the store, and I'm only going to pay $10 for the item. If they're going to walk in and say, yeah, we want $12, I'm no longer shopping that item. Personally, I would have looked at Chase Claypool, and I would have said, you know what? No matter what the other league, other people in the league are bidding, Andrew is only going to bid max 12 because that's what Chase Claypool is worth on Fab, regardless of the individuals in the league. So that's why I say my piece on that. Th- that's all. Like, if you look at my waiver pickups, I'm not dropping over 10 on anybody unless it's and I and I call Deuce out and, and I take it back. But unless it's somebody like Jeff Wilson, where you see running back future for multiple weeks, and it's a running back. That's no, I hear the, that. That's I the only. That. That's the only type of person that I'm dropping over $15 with the fab. On. That's just that's just who I am as a person. Other than that, I really really don't see unless there's an injury any sort of just third string wide receiver on a team just getting 20% of my fab. That's just how I'm trying to display it. That's I mean honestly like, like I know we're going to talk about fab later but I want to jump to this week to 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 like illustrate the picture of like what the fuck is going on with the fab. <laughs> Kenyon Drake had 20 points last week. He he, he, had, he had 100 yards True. um and a touchdown. I got him for $5. <laughs> how does that How do I get Chase Claypool When no one fucking bet on him Does that R- prove R- my point more Saying that like You should shop lower Because No I I think it's unpredictable And then you Fair? have Jake okay. And Brock and, and okay. Spending over 25% Over a quarter of their budget On backup quarterbacks. Maybe it's a I- personal thing Maybe it's a personal thing That you look at a guy And say you know what Fuck it Fuck it I need, I need this guy And I think other people Are going to do that And then maybe Everybody reflects And it's $10 lower But in the moment in that reflection, in that moment, you got to drop that money. I've been burned. I was burned two weeks before at a different position at quarterback for guys outbidding me. I wasn't about to do it again for a guy. I was going – I, 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 I didn't, thought of I, it I didn't think had to the start. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't think that, about that when I didn't think about that at all when I went through the process. But I still think, to this day, any wide receiver three on any team, I'm not dropping 20% of my fat on. It. That's but, just me. But, but, he, but he just won me the week. I was 3-2. and two. Well, you How know, much did he like, score? 23. Three point six or something like that. 123.6. Oh, no. How much did I score overall? Yeah. Oh, it was 128 to 105. So He won me the week. He, he literally won me the you, week. But you have, so you have another person that's going to fall into your wide receiver, too. Who else is going to your wide receiver, too, if he's not there? Who's all right. All right I, I picked up Tyler Boyd off the way. And off, how many right? points did he score? 12. So, okay. he would have won me the so week. So, you would have won the week regardless. I, I'm, I know, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, what? Like, so, he didn't win you the week. Chase Claypool did not. He did his job, but he didn't, did, he didn't win you the week. Don't put that on Chase Clayton. Oh, okay, fine. Then, then I'll pose it in a different way. He just had 20. Okay, so if he just had 24 and, and I spent $20 on him, would that be like like more or less? I'm, I'm saying this. I said up before. And I said it if the player on his spreadsheet, on his depth chart, is ranked in his own position on his own team as the three, ride receiver, running back, quarterback, any of that position in the blank three spot. I'm not dropping twenty percent of my fab on that. You, but but, but you can't compare him to other positions though, because with receivers, no. there's three receivers on the field at once, and with the Steelers, it's not like Deontay Johnson has been head and shoulders better than everybody else. But you can't, but you can't talk to me about them that they're their high-powered offense where they can get wide receivers the ball. They're not like that. They're they're not a they're not an offense that does that. So like for you to say like yeah Deontay Johnson's not getting touches, but like wide receivers are like the balls out there that for possibilities that's not true. Like he's only getting the ones that are like able to get to him and there's few and far between. Like that's the same but, thing. For all but receivers. then but then let me go to the targets. I say I love targets. See, here are Claypool's targets at every single week. Six, 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 two, nine, seven. That's volume. That is uh, I talk yes, about it all the time. I, I would hundred percent agree with you, it's volume. And I, I would hundred percent agree with you that's a good pickup. But I'm not gonna sit here and tell you he's worth twenty percent of your fat. But 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 I mean but like the point i'm gonna bring it back in again it's a blind bet i have to be guessing what and other that, people are betting and that's what i'm trying to say you're not getting it is no you're not getting what you know, i'm saying i got i, I two do. weeks before so i, I overspent You yes. didn't want to lose out again and that's I, why i did and it and, I, I, and it. I and i grasp why you overspent i'm saying as a person that's on fab i don't overspend regardless if i need him on my on my team or not that's who i am as a fab owner early, that's what it's, I'm to say. it's only five weeks that's now. what i'm trying to say like Every you just like relinquish twenty percent of your fab on a wide receiver three when you could have a chance at a wide receiver two or one in week eleven and now you just lost twenty percent. How do of you know? Of, like, where we don't, are you getting that? We don't know that. We don't know. We do not. Nobody could be available. Oh, and, and Claypool could be traded. So, so, so don't forget that either. Yeah, but that's like. Then if we're gonna talk about the trade later, like you, that even boosts my part of the trade. Right? No, no. I mean, I, I'll give a little bit of credence to that too, but I, I, I won't say that's why I picked him up. I said on, I even said on the pod last week. Like, like I. It wasn't until after I saw, um, after I picked him up was where I saw he was. In, he was in trades. Um, I'm, for me, that's more. That's not even contributing to the point where it's like. Maybe you guys didn't think he's gonna be, he was going to be worth twenty then, but I think he could get to the point where, like, in a couple weeks or by the end of the year, think like, you know what? Twenty bucks was down. That. That, I mean, th- that wasn't my goal before, but I think that's where it's going. I mean, like, especially with new quarterback and, and Jalen Pickett, we don't know who, who the connections are with. I'm like, maybe this dude ends up being the one. I mean, even if he doesn't, I mean, he just put up twenty four. Like, like uh, as a mere I needed receiver depth. I just don't see like the big, the, the big thing about it. I think I'm even more vindicated after he had twenty four. All right, there we go. Um, rest of my team, nothing crazy. Um, DK five. Taysom Hill back to four and a half, but I got the Hawk for next week, so I'm good. Um, Ryan Suckup, my kicker, 14. That was a nice little waiver pickup. That was big. 10-point boost because uh, his kicker only got four. Yep. So, obviously, that's huge. I mean, let me break down Mike's team real yep. quick. Yep. I mean, his true points came from Burrow with 33, which is huge for Burrow in, in and of himself because he hasn't really produced like that in a long time. So, good to see him back. Um, second part of Mike's team, which I love, Kamara really coming back, and I think he's going to be strong throughout. Now let's slide down to the running back three. Nick Chubb was the running back one before this week. He got eight points. and let His me talk first single-digit week. And let me talk to you why I think that's going to continue. And I don't think it's because of Chubb. I think it's because of the Browns. I think they're going to be with – they have one of the toughest matchups. Let me read to you their next five games. Baltimore, Cincinnati, Miami, Buffalo, Tampa Bay. That's tough. The, I, in my opinion, I see the Browns battling for uh, seven points in the fourth quarter, at least three out of those five games. And when that's the case, they have Kareem Hutton because he's a, he's a receiving back. So, in my opinion, unless Chubb doesn't get big points in those first two and a half quarters, he's not going to get points in those first five games. So... As, and, and, and and to follow it up, I mean, regardless, even in the stretch, even in the 14th week, he's got Cincinnati. 15th week, he's got Baltimore again. I mean, like, he still has tough matchups even farther down the line. I just, I mean, he's a great running back. I don't think, like, he, he should be not started or not at all like that. If I was Mike, I'm trading it. That's that's me. Trade him well, my, while he's well, high. Well, especially with Mike, because he has to kind of win. I mean, like, let's use some value to maybe. It's, it's just tough because I still think Mike's team is pretty good, but, like, I don't know. I mean, another X factor is like Deshaun Watson comes back. What week eleven or, or I think it's an eleven games, potentially week twelve. Yeah. But I mean, by then, what does it matter for Mike if he's fucking out of it? Right. So I mean, I mean, it's tough. Is like like I said in the last pod, it's like I don't really know. Like I mean, I know Mike made a trade today, but like with I me, don't which really... I think when I think boosts his starting lineup, but loses his depth. True. So we'll I mean, talk I, about I, that later. We'll talk about yeah, that yeah, fair, fair, fair. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, um, let, yeah, let me continue breaking down his team. I mean, Mike oh, yeah, Williams at yeah. 3.7 is going to stay roughly, uh, consistent with his boomer bust because Keenan Allen's going to come back, take some of that targets away. So Mike Williams is literally going to fall back into what he was last year. He was a boomer bust Boomer bust. Boomer bust literally. Yeah. I mean, either, either single digits or 20 plus. Yeah. So, that's what it's been. so, I mean, start him as you will. Um, Amari Cooper in his flex to 14. I think he's going to hover around that, that floor um because he's the wide receiver one I mean if you look at his targets let's just break down his targets like you just said you gotta love the targets I mean he might have had 1.9 in a week but other than that he had 6 10 11 12 and 12 out of those other weeks I mean that's heavy targets that one week we had 1.9 he had four targets yeah 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 so I mean like the volume's there and then I mean for him it's actually the flip side which when Deshaun Watts comes back I mean like Unless he really connects with another receiver like Amari Cooper looks like the one there, it's only going to help his value. So that'll, that'll help you down the line. And it really helps when the second best bestest option is his tight end because, I mean, you can't throw it to a tight end thirty yards down the field. it's, yeah. very, it's very uncommon. So yeah, it's either him or Donovan Peoples Jones. So. so I mean, <laughs> so, so take your pick. So I mean, you, you, you love that upside from Cooper. So yeah, you won one twenty eight to one hundred five. Big win for you. Yep. Tough win for tough loss for Mike going into one and five. Um, I think we should hop over right into uh, – no, well, we'll save mine because it was the game of the week. Sure, sure, sure. Um, let's go out to the blowout. Um, at least I'm trying Matt Higgins to uh, D1's finest. Kind of ends D1's finest uh, two-game week winning streak. And um, sorry, uh, Z, I think you're gonna, you, got, you got about one more this season, and I think that's it. Um, Tom Brady is not good anymore. He's old. He's um, – he just can't throw the ball down the field. He I don't know. Something about him is just different. He's not the uh, – Tom Brady that we all know and love, maybe it's because we're not halfway through the season and he turns up. I mean, your running backs are trash. I mean, the running backs are the Rams, they might be debating a rookie, I've been hearing. That's yep. been out. So he might come back and might take the starting role from both of your um, Rams running backs. Cooper Cup. I mean, you literally saw it yourself. I mean, when he doesn't get 30 points, you lose. You? Um, he got 16. I mean, that was his highest score was 16. Which is great for Cup, but like if your team around him blows, like he doesn't really fuck. This is another reason why you got to trade Cup. And sadly enough, you can't trade him now because his value is low. So you need to wait for him again to have a pop-off game for you to get that max value out of, of him. So now we have to wait another week for Bob Z. Um, I mean, for him, like, this week's going to be pivotal. Like, if he can somehow pull out a win and Cup play as well, then he's, like, what, two games under five hundred or, or, or one game under five hundred, And then you can maybe trade Cup for a little juice in your team. So I think there's a way out for Yeah. Z, can, can I just say one more thing? Sure, one more? sure, sure. Fuck everybody. That said, Ramondre and Lazard for Debo was a stupid and unfair trade. Bro, How, is kind of so I was agreeing with you but, you, but go on. Thank you. How about Ramondre and Lazard outscoring Debo this week? Ramondre twenty-five. Murph sent me ten dollars for it because I knew he'd outscored Mixon, and he did. R- L- Lazard was seventeen point six, and there's no other fucking target for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if you pull up the targets for Lazard. In the last three weeks, 9, 8, and 8. I mean, even before that, he got 6-2 that prior week for the last four weeks. That's averaging eight targets per game from Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you can't hate that volume. And Ramondre, I, I know Harris will be back, but he's the RB1 again the next week, so you're going to see that volume again. He's at the number nine running back. Right I mean... Now. Hate all you want, you fuckers, but that was not a bad trade for Matt, and that just showed. I mean, he just threw up 140. His team is looking better. I'm not saying it's a championship level team. His team looks better than it does last week. Absolutely. I and hey, I, I I told you, like the words out of my mouth or ever, Andre is, is a top ten running back. Then, then like then like Matt wins plays the trade, and yeah. Andre is nine. So I mean. It, it's happening for him. It's a, but honestly, I'm just realizing now that, that, that like like you're hyping up players that you just traded. With. No, because I hate. They like, like, outscored. No, because because they because they're coming at me saying like yo. No way, like, No. Like Drew no, fucked him over. Drew bent him over. No. No. Oh, there I was so many people. Times, there is so many people that said that in the chat. I said a million times that, that that I thought Matt was stupid for doing it, and I said you didn't do anything. Wrong. I, I'm not saying just you, man. My, there's there's eleven there's 10 other people in this I think thing, you're victimizing yourself a little bit. Oh, I'm just saying uh, people uh, better just let people uh, run their own teams and worry about their 1-5 uh, in five records and their 2-4 uh, and records. I think you took it too far with these last couple of trades, but we'll talk about it later. Well, maybe because so. I'm undefeated on Tide, unbroken. Well, now you did these trades. The breaker, so we'll see how it does the next break, the break. I mean, that's what everybody keeps saying, but I seem to be undefeated still. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Matt absolutely destroyed Z-140, I mean. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not the guy for his QB, but I mean, let's just let's just break apart from that. Ramon Joe, 25, Tyreek Hill with 30, Gabe Davis, remember the name, 16. I mean, his team performed pretty well. I mean, Lazard was 17. His defense and his kicker both getting over 10 is huge for him as well. Um, I mean, he would he would he would win regardless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Matt Depp's going to be a little bit of an issue, um, but then I mean, if you look at the starting lineup without Rodgers, it's. Josh Jacobs, who I'm not high on, but has had some big games. Ramondre, Tyreek, Lazard, Gabe Davis, Darren Waller could pick it up. Like that's like, it's a pretty good starting lineup. Like, <laughs> like if double doubles and come back and play well, and then Rodgers can can start picking it up too, like Matt could like, he could do something here. I mean, like putting up 140 isn't a fluke. Like, so this is big. He's three and three right now. It could be a big turning point for him. At least he's trying. At least he's trying. I hope he loses so bad, but like he's trying, so whatever. Yeah, uh, Let's we'll slide over to another game. Uh, oh! the shipple The Shipple. The both the one and four teams. Someone's gonna go to one and five. Someone's gonna go to two and four. And the, by God, a Shipple It was. It didn't perform at all. The uh, commish goes down again. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the commish. The commish. Goes you know down what, again. Buse? I'm just gonna say it. it's karma, bud. It's karma because you fucked up my uh, my uh, my thing in the beginning. Bad juju. Bad juju for you. I mean. It's just the it's just fantasy gods doing it to you. It's not me. It's the fantasy gods. Saying you won two chips, and you fucked over this guy? <laughs> We're going to give you one in five, bud. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think my favorite part of this whole thing is that he had Dion Jackson from the Colts with 28.1 on his bench, <laughs> and he sat him. And, yeah. And then Jeff Wilson Jr., who he spent $22 for. Uh, 0.5 points. Oh, yeah. And, and just for you, for your trade, I want you to keep <laughs> no, Jeff Wilson in the back pocket until yeah, we talk about absolutely, the Absolutely. Until okay. we talk about the trade. Um, But, um, I mean... It's just tough for Buse because, I mean, like, like A.J. Brown, you know, played like, 17.7. I mean, Thielen in the flex, 15.6. And Urch has double digits again. But it just comes down to, once again, Russell Wilson and Cortland Sutton. Korten Sutton with three. Russ with 13. And it's just unfortunate when you got, like, your RB1 McCaffrey with 22, A.J. Brown 17, flex 15. Like, if you just told me that Buse had those three numbers, I'd be like, okay, yeah, he probably won't. But, I mean, no one else kind of came through. I mean, I think for Buse, another guy that maybe you should think about trying to, to to give away maybe one top-tier guy for maybe a, a couple different guys because, I mean, the depth isn't there, and, like, I don't really know what he's going to do. I mean, like, if he slots at end and Etienne at his back, I think he's obviously a lot better. But Allen Robinson, 17 on his bench, that's not going to last, I don't think. I mean, um, Deion Jackson with, J- with Taylor coming back, that's not going to last either. So, I don't know. I mean, this team is, like... Low, lower middle of the pack. Yeah. And I think he, he could use a move. I mean, here's my thing with Buse's, With abuses, I think you're right. I think you're right on the head. I think he's a middle of the pack team. I don't think he can win himself run another ring with that team. He does have to make a move. But uh, my side note to that is he really doesn't. I mean, we'll talk about his trade he made with Teddy. But I mean, outside of that, he's never made a trade. And even this trade that he made with Teddy wasn't very uh, detrimental to his team. He lost no starting lineups and the guy, no starters in his lineup. And the guy that he even claimed won't be a starter in his lineup. It will just be a buy starter. Um, so, I mean, he's not really one to go out and give a guy, um, but I think that's what he needs to do if he wants to turn things around. I mean, he's one of five, unless he's trying to say, fuck it. Like, I'll trade for a keeper and, and try to avoid, like, doing my punishment. But, I mean. I mean, I don't even know, like. I don't know what you do sh- at one of five. I've never been in that inf- in that situation and where I need to call myself back. You can't sit there and say I'm out of the playoffs, because you're not. No, no, you're going to run. So, um, I don't know what you do. I, I, I mean, if I was him, I'd definitely unload some guys, because he has McCaffrey, who he can get so much for. He has A.J. Brown, who he can get a lot for. I mean, Zach Ertz is a top-four tight end. He could definitely shop him, too. I mean, it's so Etienne on his bench, too. Like, he definitely could shop some people for those guys. Like, I mean, looking at his team, I feel like the Wilson piece with him, with Elijah Mitchell coming back, is big. Like, I know he's got Etienne... But, I mean, maybe you try to get off McCaffrey because you can get more players out of him. I mean, like, this sounds bold, but maybe, like, go for a QB and an RB2. I mean, he I does mean, have, have a TN. Know. I mean, two solid, as you literally see in my lineup. I mean, two solid RB2s that can produce at a regular basis without a, without a huge boom. Like, they just won't have a huge ceiling. But as long as they can get through 12, 13 points, is way more better to have than just a great RB one and a shitty RB two. I'm sorry. That's just what you just want that consistency. Yeah. No. No. I feel you. And, and I mean, like out of Ross, I mean, he's, he's had only he's at, um, over 18 and only two games this year. And it's like out of the quarterback position, I know all too well for my team. It's like that's really key because I mean, I mean, like a, a better quarterback say he's got ten more points and then he makes the right start with Etienne and he wins. You know. So I mean, like, like that's like that's the difference between winning and losing sometimes. And like I feel like. In years past, like like um, I haven't said this on the pod yet, but I've been kind of trying to look through the numbers here. In years past, I've been more comfortable like waiting on a QB in the draft and and blah 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 blah. But this year, it feels like there's more of a divide between the top quarterbacks and and the ones on the lower ones because I mean I think you see because um you know Russ Rogers Brady like those guys not playing well it really cuts like the the top tier starting quarterback pool like in half. So, I, mean, I mean that I mean, mobileness like we speak about for fantasy value, is so huge. I mean. When everybody, every quarterback is throwing for 300 yards, that seems pretty consistent. But when you add about those only same five quarterbacks that are also rushing for an additional 60 and maybe a potential a potential running touchdown, I mean, that elevates them so much. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, I mean, like, Russell Wilson, like, doesn't, like, run at all anymore, and, and the passing numbers haven't been spectacular, I mean— um, like, in week one, he had 340, but after that, um, there's a 274, but then it kind of goes down from there. Like, really, like, isn't isn't running the ball too, too much. It's just not, like, he's just been average. He, he's literally number 16, which is dead average. There's 32 10 teams like on quarterbacks. Like, that's not what you want, especially when, like, you're one and five and, like, you're going to need, like, consistent points out of a QB. I, I mean, and to even go farther in that, I mean, when you have a stack with Russ and one of his wide receivers and he's not producing, like, your quarterback needs to be the piece that always produces in a stack. Yeah. And um, he's not doing that. So both both legs of that stack suffers, and that's also what you're seeing right there, too. True. I mean, losing your wide receiver two and your QB on a consistent basis, oh, my God. Yeah, and, and then that's the toughest thing when you have a stack is, is like, the, the great thing is if they both go off and you're getting points from both, but then if Russ isn't playing well, then Cortland Sutton probably isn't playing well either. You right. know what I mean? Unless you're Cooper Cobb. I mean, like, well, I mean, usually when your quarterback doesn't play well, you suffer. and I think Beast is just kind of seeing that now. I think there's a move to be made. I think there's definitely a move. I think he has to, but like I said, does he? I don't know. I don't is know. It? Uh, but, but flipping over to Jake's team, um, Jake's team, the, a little bit of a sign of life here. Um, I mean, Mahomes with 20, that's fine. But, I mean, the, the key thing is um, is Kenny Walker with 19 um, was stepping up for him. With Rashad Penny going down on the Seahawks, like Walker was stepping in as the one guy this week. And we saw it looks like, I mean, at least right now he can do it. I mean, that solves a lot of problems for Jake. Um I mean, if you start him about the one every week, then um, at your two, you're deciding between. um, I mean, Connor was out, so you start Eno Benjamin, who had nine, and Zeke. I mean, like it, it's better deciding between those guys than starting both. So I mean, I and don't know. Also, when Bias comes through, now you have a decent uh, a guy to start in there too. It makes it takes the stress out of the wide receiver situation or the running back situation with him. Like, fuck, who would I gotta pick up from the waivers? Like, he, I mean, Walker hasn't been that wasn't that bad. I mean, you don't feel that stress anymore when you're plugging him in as a. As a buy replacement. So, uh, true. I and, like that pickup, and it's, it's a good start for sure. And, I mean, also looking to his bench, um, Brandon Ayuk I and mean, then two tutties, um, 83 yards. I don't know if that continues, but, I mean. Boomer bust. He's, I mean, that's he's better the, than Isaiah McKenzie, I'd say. He's the Mike um, Williams of his team. Keenan Allen is, like, DMO for that team. You know, just the yeah. more consistent player. I mean, you're going to have guys that will always consistently, well, all inconsistently bo- boom. True, true. Um, real quick, Shade, um, Geno Smith at 12 on your bench. So, I'm glad you spent $26, Jake. Thanks. Um, but then I'm, I think the biggest X factor for Jake's entire season is Jameson Williams on, on his eye. Um, rookie receiver, the Lions picked with the 12th pick. Um, he, he should be coming back in a couple weeks here. If Jake can tread water, if Kenny Walker can continue to play well, and then he can get Jameson Williams back, th- there's a shot. There's a shot. I mean, like, even though I still think Jake's probably a bottom three team in terms of roster, this, I think this is the first time I can see an avenue for like, wow, maybe he could. And he him could do something. And him getting this win this week, putting him in two and four. I mean, it's much easier to come back from two and four than it is one and five. I mean, uh, he's Like if he wins this week, he's a game out of five hundred. He's got to go week by week, you know. Yeah. And and then I'm um, like, like I said, that Williams pick. Um, if Williams can play well and Kenny Walker continues to play well, it kind of rounds out his lineup. And pits had a touchdown this week. Only three catches. But it's something I'm out of a fucking ghost the last couple True. of weeks. So, Jake, your team still sucks, but you know what? There's a sign of life, unlike Z, so congrats. Absolutely.
1: Um,
0: w- Want to move on to, <laughs> well, <laughs> to, to b- free brand in Russians? Yeah, I'm, I'm him. Yeah, I'm him, bud. I'm him. Scored 64.9 points. Almost yeah, 65, uh, we'll call it. Yo, yo, remember um, when Nick tried to expose the shitty trade I sent him in the beginning, but he was 3 0? Yeah, humble yourself. Humble yourself, pal. Yeah, big. That's three in a it, row. It's a big, uh, big, big piece of humble pie. We said it last week, and it's the, uh, it's the same thing this week. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, hello, he's back to his normal self. He's, no, lo- he's no longer going to get th- those 25, 20-point 20 games. There's this two single-digit weak points? Dude, it's what he always has been. Let's not get it twisted. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not a th- top five. Top ten! He's not a top ten running back. No. He's not. So don't get it twisted. I mean, that's why he was 3-0. And this is why he's 0 3. When your RB one isn't producing, if Clyde edwards wins your RB one, God help you. But if your if your RB one isn't producing, you're not gonna win, and he's not. Next yeah. team had a single digit across the board other than Jalen. <laughs> he had 64 points. Yeah. 113 and 64. I don't know what was the score. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, 65. I mean, I mean, dude, just not good. I mean, if I'm looking at his team, I'd be worried and be really looking to trade. Devonte adams i mean it's is he he yes. runs in the same category as jake and z with that huge wide receiver that he needs to unload to get more depth and better possibilities for his team and, it, and it, nick is the only one out of the three that got lucky in the beginning so he should definitely be making some moves to before he leaves um to really uh make his team in the best possible situation he can. It's not great. It's yeah. really not great. I mean, he made the wrong start tight end again this week. He was start- I'm pretty sure if he started Everett last week, he would have won. This week, um, I mean, Kittle wouldn't have won in the week. He lost by fucking 50. But, I mean, but Kittle did have 10 more. So, I mean, he's not even hitting in his, his lineup. Like, in his, his, um. he's not even hitting the best lineup anymore. So, it's like, like, he's now, like, the luck has run out, and he's just making, like, not great calls. So, I mean, he's got to do something or it's over. It's over. It's over. And uh, if we start over to Bodie's team, um, 113, I consider him having a down week with his lineup. True. Um, so I love 113 down week, W for Bodie. Um, pushes him to 4-2. and two. Um, Needed that win because he lost two in a row. Um, but, I mean, you, you got to love his team. Lamar, 16, down week, so he'll be great for the future. Dalvin with 15, I consider that a down week for him. He'll be better in the future. Lenny literally being, I don't know how, he's 55 and overweight. <laughs> but still popping off well, the number five running back. Yeah, I mean he's, he's insane. I mean keep he going as your running running back two for that. Don't right. change a thing. Gotta love Michael Pittman for him. I mean he's the offense, especially with Taylor out. I mean he's the only guy that yeah. really does anything. And the Indianapolis is uh um, what's the word um their uh, schedule? It looks pretty easy. I mean they got Tennessee next, which is pretty easy. Washington after that. Um, add New, New England and add the Raiders. It's tough. Might be tough, and then they got Philly and, the and then Philly and Pitt. I mean, I, I don't see any games where like that. Where there, I'm like, yeah, that guy's getting uh, zero. I think that awesome. he has pretty uh, good potential against the birds. He's getting zero. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's only plays the birds once. And yeah. anybody, any, any other games, I think he has potential to you know get his own, you know, get his if you will. Yeah, no, no, I, I like him a lot. And then um, I mean, London only had seven, but I mean, I still like Drake London. But then like even on his bench, Keenan Allen, and then and then and then Amin Raz and, and played in a couple weeks. Like he's got depth got depth. Love to win on a low week with depth and people coming off by, so I both things looking up for both. Yeah, um I, I think I think me, you, Bodie, Teddy is like the definitive top four. I, I don't think anyone can touch that. And the only other team I would say had shots Mike, but he's one and five, so you see, you can't be talked about in that conversation. Sadly, you're correct. Uh last matchup before yours, Mooney's jockstrap and two is hex girls, Brandon. I'm a, I think Brandon was another three and one as well, wasn't he? Brandon no, I think he was. Look, 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 look. Okay. Or um, or or three. What was he last week? He was three and two before this week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he was a three and two. I mean, he could have jumped up to that second place group. Like he or no, he wasn't second, so he could have stayed in second. Yeah, and he dropped down. Big yeah. loss. That's a big loss. And and then um and then Proc going the other way. I mean, he was two and three, jumped up to um jumped up to three and three. So. Big swing week for both those guys. I think it's kind of accurate, but their teams are both kind of on similar similar levels to me. Oh, Who do you want? Do you want Proc's team or Brandon's team? I mean, I think you're you're right on the head. I think they uh, are pretty, pretty similar. The only difference is that uh, um, Proc's team favors more of the running backs, while uh, um, Brandon's favors more of the um, wide receivers. Um, The only thing that I think – the only thing that definitely puts Proc ahead of Brandon is is the quarterback. I mean, Josh Allen – over any, I mean, he has Wentz, even even anybody else on his bench that he could put up. I mean, Matt Stafford, either or. He dropped him this week, too. Yeah, so. and I mean, I mean, Josh Allen is just always going to outscore those guys. And that He's pretty, the one. He's the one. I mean, it, on any given Sunday, I'd probably take proxy because of that. But, I mean, C.D. Lamb and Christian Kirk can both drop 20. I mean, I probably go. I probably go team. I mean, with Najee on, with Najee even on this bench, it's just like on paper. Better I feel depth, like it, better it, depth, better opportunity. I gotta go team. Yeah, I mean, with Aaron Jones and Najee, even though like I am really low on both those guys. I mean, like you gotta think like like they're stars and they're gonna do something. I mean, Waddle, Lockett, and Godwin, all three of his, his, of his receivers are big boomer bust guys. So I think their floor. I think Brandon may have a little bit of a higher floor, maybe. Um, but I think Prox like is just way higher. So. Not really a fan of either team. No, I'm not. I don't think either of them are uh, championship caliber teams. No, I mean Brandon's running backs. I mean, um, there's Derrick Henry, he's not on by, and then after that, I mean, if Damien Harris is healthy, sure. I mean, Singletary had 14 this week, but, but I mean, he he's been kind of a question mark. Right. Altavius Murray seven. I mean, like, the running backs are not good. Um, Ceedee's been up and down. Um, Christian Kirk had a pretty steep drop off from from the from the beginning. I mean, he had 18, 25, and 19, and now he dropped to 8, 2, and 10. I mean, not super promising. Um, and then his flex to Tam McLaurin, it's just like Brandon's team. Yeah, I think I would definitely take Proxy actually going through. Yeah. Brandon's team is actually not Not, not the best. Definitely makes some moves, but the running backs being so terrible as they are, since Latavius Murray might be able to take over uh, Melvin Gordon's spot, maybe there's some hope there. But other than that, I wouldn't be too promised on it. I mean, he's got Derrick Henry, but. I'm actually, I'm I'm low on Brandon's team. Like, yeah. low, low. Like, I think Brandon dropped maybe into that last group for me. Um, no, 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 no. He, I think his team is still maybe better than Jake's. Definitely better than Z's, but, like, he's lower, I'd yeah. say. I'm not interested in either team moving forward. Will you put him above Nick's team? Um, yes. Hmm. Heavily above Nick's team, actually, now I'm looking at it. So the bottom three teams are Z, Jake, Nick, and then above them are... Brandon, Buse. Yeah. And then there's um, another tier of, of Mike and Proc. Mike and Proc, and then there's the Us Four. Yeah, I think we're missing someone, but yeah. Or no, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. That's kind of the tiers of the thing. Um, yeah, okay. All right, yeah, going right done. into that, we'll go to the top tier. The, the game of the week, uh, me, unfinished business versus the Swanton Bond, 5-0, uh, and 0. let's make it 6-0. and 0. My team dropped 146. All the haters can slap it. That's back-to-back-to-back, to back, three weeks in a row, over 130 points. My team is him, regardless of trades. I'm going to say, like, you put up 146 and then made three trades in a day, so you can't be that happy with it. No, I'm happy with it as fuck. Well, there's there's more to it. I had an injury. Which the Marquise Brown injury, just, yeah. down for the year, that stuff. Yeah, well, potentially. potentially we, don't, we, don't, we don't know yet. He had oh, it he, just saw at least one month. I, I don't know why I saw for the year. No, like, it's potentially. I, I don't know like, what, like, the condition is where they're like, ooh, there's wiggle room. I don't, I don't know, like, what, what the difference is. one month and output <laughs> a year are such different. Oh, absolutely. Reports. I don't, I don't, I don't, that's what I was trying to say. Like, I don't know, like, who said, like, there's that wiggle room, like, for potential comeback or what the injury, I mean, I just know it's a. Uh... Well, yeah, and, and then in the project and so in the outlook it says expected to miss at least six weeks. In the recent news, Cliff Kingsbury said a month. And then, like, I got an update on my phone from, I don't even know, some, some page some page I follow. that said the entire year. That's three different answers. And when I first saw the injury within, like, the first, like, three days, it said Marquise Brown is out indefinitely. Yeah, scary. So, like, um, we don't know. I hope he comes back in, in the next six weeks. That'd be big. I would hope that because I think that would uh, fill out my team even more going into like, the finals and potentially make some last-minute trades. Sure. But, um... But, yeah, I mean, my team dropped another 146 bomb. I mean, the floor, I mean, I was projected 140. So, to drop 146 was just a little bit above what they were projected. Sure. But, I mean, like I said, that I wanted that comfortability of never feeling like I could drop below 100. And I think regardless of the trades that I made and still with the team that I had then, I still think that's not the case. I don't think I ever dropped below 100. Um, so, I think that my team just um, – just, you know, filled out to the caliber, which they were. They all um, did, their, did their jobs. They got their projected numbers. I mean, I'll go down the line. Kyler with 15, underperformed, but I think it's still solid. Um, Joe, <clears throat> Joe Mixon with a 16.8. Again, I'm waiting for that 35 bond from him, but I'll, I'll take 16.8. Sure. Brees Hall, fuck you, um, got 21.1. He's that guy. Um, Marquise Brown, if he didn't get hurt, he would have got more, but he had 11.8. Love that. Debo, Welcome. Uh, 16 points. I think you'll get that roughly around every week. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> the best stack uh, known to a tight end flex um, spot is uh, the Mark Andrews Travis Kelsey stack. I mean, Mark Andrews got 24 and Travis Kelsey got 20. I mean, you can't hate that. No. I mean, there there was no holes. There was no holes in that game for me. I, everybody popped off, and I would I, it would have taken absolute pop off of another team to beat that. Mm-hmm. I got I, I my team did its job. I can't be I can't be I'm, not, I'm very happy. It was crazy because, I mean, when you look at Teddy's team, only two players scored um, over 10 points, um, and those players were Jamar and Diggs, both with 30-plus. You only had two players score over 10 points, and he still had 121, which, like, it's like it's like a kudos to Teddy, but it also fucking sucks to, the, to waste two players on your starting lineup putting up 30, and you still lose. It's just, it sucks. I mean, it comes down to, he traded Saquon to me last week, and then Jonathan Taylor was out, so we had to start A.J. Dillon and Michael Carter. Nine and five points. You know, yep. I mean, I mean, if if he still has Saquon, that's eighteen more. And then if Jonathan Taylor plays, maybe he, he gets ten or more. So he just got fucked by his backs this week. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? and, and it's like I just chatted about Deont- like Deontay Johnson is his wide receiver too. Not super great. It's just like Teddy. Um, when Jonathan Taylor comes back, um, he's looking good. Um, but even then, he's gonna have questions at his RB two. Um, and then question dead is wide receiver uh, or as Fleck because i guess jamar's wide receiver too so i think Teddy team's a top four team but just some question marks moving forward absolutely i mean we've all said it we always stress when you have when you got to be dependent week to week on wide receivers and that's him. but i mean that's not gonna be i mean jamar and yeah, the mean, best is right, gonna get for right that's what almost. we're trying to say is you can't say it's also a bad thing because that i mean this week they've combined for 65 points, points. i mean so you can't hate that two wide receivers are doing that, but you also just have that stress. It's tough. It's tough. I, I mean, like, um, he's, he's got me coming up next week. I really don't know if Taylor's going to play or not. Um, Actually, let me do a quick little... So, again, limited practice with the ankle sprain, which, I mean, uh, until Jonathan Taylor's playing, I bet you it'll be questionable. because was the high ankle sprain, dude, I'm telling you. It lingers and it lingers and it lingers and it lingers. It happened to make every couple years ago? Even, yeah, running backs is the worst. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think for Teddy, like... I think on paper, it's like, oh, like, uh, I'm, I'm giving up a tight end and, and a running back for Jonathan Taylor and Jamar Chase on paper. It's great, but the injury thing, I think, could end up being worse for him than, even, than either of us anticipated. So, I think, like, he's really going to have – like, this week against me is really fucking big um, because, I mean, like, you know, two guys tied for second. Maybe yeah. without Jonathan Taylor, like, he's going to have to eke out a win here or, I mean, he's going to be behind. He's going to be at least – two games out of first, or, or, or at least one game out of first, maybe two of you. Yeah, win, four so. and two, yes, yeah, so he's two games out right now. Um, or, or yeah, so he's going to be at least two, um, if not three, three games yeah. out if he loses. That's a big, big gap to, to fill as the weeks get shorter and shorter. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, because after this week, I think this week is the halfway point in, in, in the regular season. Yeah, there's 14 in, weeks in the regular season. Exactly. Damn, that's, yeah. Time that's crazy. Time flies. It does, it does. So, I mean. So, yeah, as we said, I mean, go, I mean, as, as a Teddy manager, you can't really be – 100% upset um, because your team dropped to over 120, but I mean, obviously, you, you want them to produce more. So I, I win 146 to 121, and that caps off our uh, week six uh, <coughs> stats and scores. Um, yeah, go, quickly running through the, the standings. Start from bottom to top. Um, I'm sorry, you're going to hear my name last because I'm on top. I don't know if you guys got that. Uh, spoiler, thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the Commission Mike are 1 in 5. It's crazy because Mike's team. It's just so much better than Buse's, in my opinion. Like yeah, so, so much, much better, and and like it's, it's crazy because Mike's, Mike's point four team. is way under, but like I just on paper it's just better to me. I just, Mike, I Mike's team is so much better than the six teams around him. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, but he's pretty much done. I mean, he has he's seven games to make up. He's gonna have to pretty much win out. And, and I hate to say it, is it's possible, and, and it's the only team there. Sorry, Buse, fuck you. Yeah. But like, not I, you're not gonna make playoffs. But um, he could even lose one game. I mean, if he, if he ends. Seven and six, he can make it. Even if he ends seven and six, there's four, yeah, fourteen games. So or, or, mean, or shit, counting this week, there's eight. So yeah. I mean, he could. He could, Mike could still somehow lose if he goes four and two, um, or, or, or six and two, in his last in his last like eight, eight games. Which is like it's a lot. It's an uphill. It's it's the climb. Truly, it is. Um, but. <laughs> But it's doable with his t- I really think it's doable with his team. I mean, it's doable with anybody, yeah. And, d- and with a team like that, that has – I mean, if you look at – I mean, really, look at the schedule. I mean, if he has potential to definitely win at least three or four and then looking for a lucky win out of two of them. Yep. I, I mean, mean, it's uh, possible. I'm glad I don't to face him again. True, I'm truly glad I don't have to face him again because his team looks good. I'd rather face – Six or seven um, more of the teams before I faced Mike's team. Yes, I'm happy that the only team left that's in the top four I have to play is Bodie's team, and that's that's anyway. it. I have to play you again, bro. Fuck that. Yep. Yeah. Welcome. It's all Buse's fault. Buse did that again. <laughs> that was Buse's. Fuck you. Beast. I think your and I's record, your and i's schedules is like we're like like you played Jake and then I played Jake and then did you play Mike this week? I played Mike last week. And I played Mike this week. So it's yeah, like yeah, it's so. like it's like my one through twelve is like year two through thirteen. Yeah, exactly. It's like one game behind everything. Or one game before, if you will. Yeah, scripted. Scripted, yeah, it's all Beuse's fault. Fuck you, Bees. Okay, um, thanks. Yeah, how wait. One and five. Uh, anyway, so um <laughs> so yeah, so let's talk about what you want to talk about waivers, you wanna talk about trades. Hold little... on, hold on. I, I wanna rip through the stage real quick. Oh yeah, go Um on. so so Buse and Mike one and five. Two and four group is Jake and Z. Both teams are abysmal and hmm. Like bottom three teams. Yeah, won't win two more, two more max. One yep, one. absolutely. There's this big group um, at three and three, um, and one of these teams is gonna have to make the playoffs. One, two, three. Two of these teams are. Um, I mean, two of the um, two of these teams probably make the playoffs, barring Mike like popping off. I think uh, Matt, Nick, Proc, Brandon. I mean, I think Match Team is probably the best out of those. Now, I would say they have the highest floor. Absolutely. I, I think Matt's team is probably the best out of those. Um, I think Nick's is probably the worst, and then Brandon and Proc, who just played this week, in, in a little battle for that last <coughs> spot, barring a dark horse m- Mike run. Because I don't see, I just don't see Jake's team, or Z's team, or Buse's team, like making that jump. I just don't. I just don't really see it. I think the standings, as you see right now, everybody listening, um, it, it's pretty much going to stick this way. As you see, I think it's the one, which is me. I don't think that's going to change um, unless there can be a two game swing, which could happen. I'm just going off base what I see. I think I'll be the one seed going into it. The fight for the two seed will remain as those three teams you, Murph, you, you know, Teddy, Not Murph, sure. and um, Bodie. Those three teams will continuously fight it out for the second seed. I don't think that changes. Who continuously fights it out for the um, f- five, six, seven is going to continuously be. Or five, six, seven, eight, actually. Right. Yeah, sure. Right. I think it's gonna continuously be Matt, Nick, Proc, and Brandon. And I think that's it. I think I think the division of the league in the standings has already set. And I think those same teams in those each divisions will fight it out periodically. I don't think that one can't dip. I don't think that's not gonna happen. I'm just saying if it plays out ten times Nine of the time is going to finish the exact way that we're looking at it right now. I can see, and, and I'm looking at Buse's team. I, I, I don't want to get flagged from Buse. I will say he does have, um, almost, like a good amount of points for. I mean, he has the most points for by far out of anyone in that bottom six. He does have Dak coming back. I'm going to throw him a little bit of credence, but I still think, on paper, Mike, Mike's team is way better in terms of those two teams, and I think for Buse, is going to be a harder uphill battle. It's the same way that he that he could make it in. Um, or that Mike can make it in the name for him. He's got to go six and two. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I just don't, I don't see it happening. I, don't see I that have happening. one more question, okay? Sure. Here's my – it didn't go through. It didn't go through. But I hope to God it happens this year so we can use as a basis. The next – the person that will finish sixth is either Nick, Proc, or Brandon. Let's what, just say, like, points four is, like, the reason why Matt finishes in fifth. Sure. Okay? If you look at the next highest points for, it's Nick. He's at 700. Buse Mm. is in last place with 714. Buse can make it in. So if if that rule was to go through, and all Buse has to do is outscore Nick for the rest of the season, right? Sure. Buse makes it in the playoffs. Now, I'm I'm just going to step it back one more time. I'm going to take an even farther step back. That being said, let's say the standings finish exactly where they are, and Buse has more points for than Nick. Do you think that gives him the argument to take Nick's spot? This is a perfect, like, bottom tier, taking a top tier, like, sixth spot. Do you think he deserves that spot, or do you think, you know what? Record played into it too much. He de- Nick deserves it. That's cut. See, so here's my answer, is that I wouldn't mind it that much, but because there's the other option of the highest point scorer that makes the playoffs – like, is, it gets the second buy. I would rather have that. I don't want both. I don't want Let's both. Let's say we just have the sixth seed for the last seed. I, if that's the only option... Who gets that one? Beers or, uh, beers or Nick? See, like, if the other one wasn't even talked about at all, I'd probably be more apt to do it. But now that the other one is involved, my perception is skewed because I don't want both, and I think it's more valid. We talked about it off-pot. Is that, yeah. like... Like, once you – like, like making the dance is like – once you make the dance, then your points for it can give you something. So then you you just said it yourself. So I don't – so you say Buse does not have a claim to the, to, to the playoffs right there. abuse does not have a claim. He didn't get the record done in the regular season. Ah, uh, it's uh, – it's tough. I don't have, like, a great answer for it. To be totally honest, I don't. But, but, but it's truly, Well, people truly, in the pod it, listening, let, let us know what you think about that one. See, th- this, I could this is... very well happen. Buse could very well outscore Nick for the rest of the season and remain in the bottom. See, see like we should have this conversation now and remember it for when we vote on rules. Um, True. We, 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 th- like this kind of conversation is the conversation you may have to be having. Because I don't really know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of torn, and that's why like, like, like we always go back to it. In a vacuum, like, like I'd be like, okay, I'm interested in this idea, but because there's a similar idea, like the the, the second seed with the most point, the, the the points for a game, the second seed and the bye, because those are two options. To me, it's like I don't want both, and the other one's better. Well, like I, like I, like I don't know what that's sound reasoning, but that's yeah. the way I'm looking at it. I have one last point. I just thought the reason why everybody was so against that rule change, in and of itself, was because everyone was like, it would never happen. Like, the, like either the seventh or eighth player, place person would be the one with the most points for, if anything. Like, it would never be the bottom place team. I was just trying to put it in comparison. No, that it literally sure. could happen. Like, abuse could. Like, he could play the, the, his next games. He could drop 130 and lose the next three weeks and have the most points for. That could really happen. And now that it's, like, actually set at one and five, with him be having the best team out of, outside of Mike. Even with Mike included, oh, my God. They both could do that. They both could just pop off and remain at the bottom. And just, you know. I mean, with Buse, it's just tough. Buse has had the third most third most points against him. And, and Mike is at the second. So, so both of them have succumbed to a little bit of bad luck. But, I mean, like, especially in Buse's case with having 7-14, seven, I mean, I can sit here all I want and say that, like, Mike's team on paper looks better. But Buse, by the numbers team, has been better and has been better than the other six teams ahead of him. So if that continues to happen by the end of the year, like, Abuse can somehow, like, continue to lose games but still have, um like, like the six best points for or the best points for out of the bottom seven... I think maybe there is an no argument that right, yeah, he gets it. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm sure. like, talking to. I think I think there is. I think there is. It's. I don't know. I don't because know. I mean, as a guy, I mean, as Nick, I'd say fuck no. But as Buist, I'm saying. Well, well, that's the thing. What else like, do I have to do? You have I mean, well. You have to like <coughs> try the best you can to to look at it like as unbiased possible. Because of course, if you're Nick, you're gonna say, "Wow, this sucks." But like, but like, I, I would hope that Nick would be like, "That could be what next year." You could, yeah, you could flip it. I mean, yeah. it, it just so it's like you can't look at the rules like like personally as much, and then only like for me, like a good example is like I voted down the 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 losing of the of the bench spot. Be selfishly, I was like, I know how I like to play fantasy and I like to stash guys, and that would hurt my ability to stash guys, and I probably shouldn't be doing that. And next year, maybe I will vote for the less bench spot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I just like, and but I it's think that's what to do it. I, I you think that's why it. the that's why I like our fantasy group the most because I think you can vote with. Because it's individual voting. Because
1: oh, you, you definitely can. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think you're, I think that's I I vote with my feelings too. I think you should. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I, I oh, think, see, I, I don't think you should. I just oh, you have should. to. I mean, same with voting for anything. You vote for what you believe in. Vote for what you want. But 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 like, like go more specific though. I mean I mean like I think the voting should be for something that's like for the good of, of the league as a whole and the league running. I could, I, I don't think like. I get it and there's nothing that there's no rule against it. I but will, I just think you should do it go for the the, the go to the league rather than just yourself. I will never vote for something that jeopardizes my chance to win the chip. But 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 I mean I don't think any of this is jeopard like I don't think any of this is jeopardizing. If you sit yourself chip. and you in if I if I'm not this isn't me, but if I sit to myself and I say Andrew wins the chip when he can operate with seven bench spots and he can drop guys and, and keep depth and keep handcuffs I can't have that without the chip. And then guys come in and say, I want to drop two bench guys. And that no longer allows me to do that. I think but, that's detrimental to my championship. But, team. Every, but every rule change, like. I'll just vote no. You can vote. That's what I'm trying to say. Is you can have that allowed opinion to be like, you know what? Personally, that'd fuck up my team. I don't want that. But, but, but I just feel like when we're voting in the offseason, when we don't have any team at all, like, I just feel like. Like it's it's tough. I don't know. I, I'm like, any rule change could jeopardize or make your season. You know, like you voted for Fab, didn't you? Absolutely. That could. I just saw that made that made it. I thought it made more fair for my team. Made it a possibility. The possibility to win higher. That's why I would yes. I wouldn't have voted yes if I thought it made it unfair. I don't know. I I, I guess that just comes down to opinion, but I don't know. Um, but I mean, um, well, this started with with the playoff team thing. So, so 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 like, what would you vote for? Would you like? Would you vote for either option? Would you vote for the the most points for in the playoffs gets the second seed? Oh, I propose both, and I want both. I think that everybody has said time and time again, who is the best fantasy team? The one that produces the most points. So therefore, the one with the best record, although it should get his dues. Like, the, you're you're gonna be one of the, like five out of the six still get in because of their record but the one should not I, that's just me and then when it comes to playoffs again who deserves the, to be in the play like who deserves to be by the team with the best record or the best team so like both and, I guess right, we, right get, so we can do both that's what I'm saying so like that's what I'm trying to say so the one with the best record gets it and the one that had the most points for literally showing that they've been the most consistent and best team throughout the league like the year should also get it that's so I think it should be both because I think that's the fairest. Like, it's the same thing with, like, kind of what they do with the wild card. Like, they just throw in the team that might not be in first, but also, you know what? They had a good record and a good season. They should get a shot, too. You know what I'm saying? I do. That, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that's me. That's I don't know. Me. I, mean, I feel like as I'm thinking about it, and, we'll, like, in a second we'll move off this. I know i have been on this for a second. I just feel like the record part is tough enough to get, like, I'm, I feel like the record should still be down to how you get in. Uh, but, like, like I, I think that, like— It still is for 80% of it. It it is it, it like it still is for most of it. Yeah. I just feel I just feel like everyone should earn their spot by earning wins, and then once you get in, then you get a, you can get a little extra prize for having the best team out of those. So, like I, I get I get the argument. That's compromised, right? Yeah, I, you know, I'm, you know, like it's fine. I talk I almost talked myself into it, but now I'm thinking back to where I was, is where I'd rather just do the the second season. Maybe i I feel like the the wins portion should be how you get in. So, again, I, I, I have know. to ask you the question. Nick gets the bid. Nick gets the bid. Nick gets the bid. Absolutely. Nick gets the bid. Nick I'm, gets I'm, the bid. I'm, I'm Viewers, please. Nobody ever comments about it. Please, people that listen, put it in the group chat. Talk who, about it. Who would be more deserving of the spot if if, if if we just multiplied everyone's everyone's points for and points against by two and okay. records by two? The season ends. Nick would get in based on record. Buse would get in. BC has the one two. The fifth most points scored. Correct. Which, that's pretty big. I get it. I I get the argument. I'm I'm not upset either way, but Buse with the fifth most points for, even though he's one and five, or Nick, because he's three and three. You answer. You tell us. Let us know. I say Nick. He says, or he says Buse. Or no. He says Nick. I say (laughs) Buse. Weasel moment. I'm sorry. We're locked in. We're locked in. Yes. Um, So so you want to do your trades now? You want to take us through all your various trades that you've done? Yes, Absolutely. Um, they heard about the Dwo one, obviously. Sure. Um, let me just go through all of them real quick. My first one was for uh, Brees Hall, and, and Kelsey. for Kelsey. For uh, really, just for Austin Eckler Eckman. and then Bobby Watson to we'll, we'll just do whatever. And then I um, talked to who uh, was a Teddy? Mm, well, no, it Teddy? No, it's Brandon. Brandon. He the Brandon trade right after. I did the Brandon trade right after that. And I talked to Brandon. No, no, it was the Matt trade. The Matt you trade. You had so many fucking trades. All right, See? all right. So it was me first, and, and you and you got Kelsey and Brees for um, fucking um, Eckler and Bobby Woods. Then you traded with Matt for Debo, you know, and you gave me Ramondre me, and Lazard. Lazard. And then I traded with Brandon, and I traded him Elijah Mitchell, who was hurt on my I'm my IR, for GJ Moore, who okay. was, who was potentially getting traded. Go through the trades first, and then we'll talk about it. Yes, after. I was just... You know, no, I was making... No, 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 I was making... And channel. then, was... the, the most recent trade I just made with Mike was for Mark Andrews and Josh Reynolds. So, like, you know, just a side piece. For, um... Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper and Miles Sanders. Sure. Now, right. a lot of trades has happened. As a guy that's only made one trade through three, er, through three years, and then to bang! Just that's four m- trades. Four trades in one year. It's a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a big move for me. But... When I look at my team in and of itself, I think I walk away with a better team and a better floor. Um, I don't think it's a better ceiling. God no. I think I had a way better team two weeks ago, but pending injuries, things change, and I had to think change things around. Sure. Um, going forward, looking at my running backs, I'm way more happy with it. Although it doesn't have it has it has the same potential as before. Now I just have that that um, depth. So running backs is a push. Nothing changes there. I, uh, I'm gonna push back on that. Why? Um, I know Breeze has been good, but Echo's the one right now. So so, so, so I, I think you did take, you, you took a little bit of a step down oh, in I'm quality just for depth. You can talk about how I lost overall after. I just talking about my team and why I think it's all right, all right. All right, all right. You so when I when what based about the trades? Like based about what happened because they already knew about those trades. Like I already. had All right. So you you just want to talk about you, the new trades? Yeah. Yeah. The new okay. Trends. Okay. So okay. Like those running backs are the same. When I talk about my wide receivers, with Marquise being brown, I needed to fill in a number two wide receiver. So Marquise then I, being brown, sorry. Mar- Marquise brown, brown being down.
1: My <laughs> no, fault. Sorry, Whatever I said.
0: I'm sorry. With Hollywood Brown being out. Sure. Um, I had to fill in another wide receiver too, and since I had no depth because I traded Lazard and Bobby Woods away, I literally had nobody. I had um, Elijah Moore that <laughs> from the Jets, who's just been terrible. I could have threw in, but that was it. Um, and I could shop somebody on the waivers, but again, who can you really bit, get from that? So I was like, fuck it. Maybe somebody will take Elijah Mitchell. So I started shopping him and I, and I, uh, sent Brandon the trade and, uh, DJ Moore came out and he was offered some trades to some top tier teams. So I was like, fuck it. <coughs> so I went with the trade and I was like, fuck it. And then I looked at the starting lineup, still didn't like it. Sure. Still no depth. Just filled in that one, uh, Hollywood brown spot. So then I started shopping my two tight ends because that was too much. Finally came across Mike. I've been trying to get a deal with him for weeks. Fuck you, Mike. Finally got uh, Mark Cooper and uh, Miles Sanders, and I think it just helps me out overall through buys, and that's what I was playing for. I could have went, like, 6-0 swag. Like, I'll just play through the buys and have a shitty team through buys and get some losses, but I was like, fuck it. We'll try to preserve the undefeated record and try to maintain that. So I uh, made the trade to boost my floor, and uh, Or not to boost my floor. Yeah, boost my floor, you know, pretty much. And uh, to lower my ceiling and just hope that my team can maintain 125 each game and bang out the rest of the wins it needs to go undefeated. Sure. So I got the depth. So I got, I mean, after Miles Sanders comes back from bye, I mean, I got Amari Cooper and Debo as my wide receivers, and I'll have Miles Sanders in my flex. And um, I'll have um, DJ Moore to follow in for um, sub or, you know, to replace them for buys. Literally anybody. So I'll be fine. And Miles Sanders getting his buyout away this week, so I'll be able to fill him in for Brees Hall and for Joe Mixon when it needs to be. It fills all the holes. It's what I needed to do. Yes, it makes my team worse. I agree. I agree with that. But it's what I needed to make my team consistent throughout these next five weeks. And I hope to God I can get somebody on FAB. And I hope to God they keep popping off because then I can just trade those two for another boom guy. So sure. okay. that's it. All right. Take a breath. You were flying. Um, question uh, about your prior trades, not even this week. If you knew what Ramondre and Lazar were, was doing now, would you still trade for Debo? Yes. Why? I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not. Because regardless of Hollywood Brown getting injured or not. Yeah. That was my wide receiver one. And, and as a guy that was looking at my team, there's no way I could go into games saying, okay, my wide receiver one's about to be the wide receiver two of his own team. Okay. Next to D Hop, it's one thing if he's like the wide receiver two behind somebody that's average. Sure. You know. Sure. You know, like if there's like two if it's like a Jamar Chase and a T Higgins thing. I mean, it's not like that, but like those are two great guys. I mean, it's not like that. It's it, it it's such a it's such a clear and definitive like slant off. I think Hollywood. I think Kyler Murray loves D Hop, and like literally, you've seen it in the past. I mean, with his eyes closed, he's just gonna throw it in D Hop's direction. Hollywood Brown's not even gonna be in consideration for that anymore. He was that guy. He won't be. So going in the future, I think if I needed to pop off, I needed a clear-cut wide receiver one and Debo's that guy. So I needed that consistency and also have that that, that, that ceiling of, like, 35-plus. I mean, that, that possibility is awesome. Um, Monster, I, it, I it, gave, it gave away my depth, for sure. Continue, though. I was just curious. Okay. Elijah Mitchell, DJ Moore, hate it. Fucking hate it. I, I don't think the trade is a good trade at all. My, my take is that running backs are gold. Running backs are absolutely gold. I mean, um, looking at your running back, especially after training Ramondre, I mean, not super great. I mean, Mixon and Brees are fantastic. But then this was before you did the, 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 the trade for, for Sanders. So, I mean, at that time, um, you were giving away, Um, you know, your running back that would have been, what, the third guy on your bench when he came back, the, like yeah. a third, like, quality, like, positive quality running pick. back. Yeah, your fourth pick for, for DJ Moore, who, I mean, I know he could be traded, sure, but the numbers, 8, 13, 2, 12, 10, 3, like, those are, like, borderline flex numbers. You know, I I just feel like I I just, um, for what Elijah Mitchell could have meant for your team and when you still had that that ace in the hole of having the two tight ends and making that trade, I I mean, um, even now, I I think you would have been better off if you didn't do that trade and you just did the the Mark Andrews for for Cooper and and Miles Sanders. But then at least you can start Cooper at your wide receiver too. And then um, if Elijah Mitchell comes back and plays well, then you have Elijah Mitchell or Miles Sanders as your flex. That was my take on that. Can like, like, I, I say I, one more thing? Yeah. Retort, and then, retort. And then, and then I'll be done about the Elijah Mitchell thing. Is I actually shot the Elijah Mitchell with a lot of people, and people came back to me and said that Elijah Mitchell wasn't going to be the one. They think Jeff Wilson's going to be secluded there. I don't think that's going to be the case. I also think Elijah Mitchell is going to come back and be something. But on that uncertainty I, and with the past, with the fucking backfield of the 49ers, you That's really, fair. you really never know. I mean, Debo might start back there one day, like, like literally out of nowhere, both of those guys could just get the fewer amount of touches than Debo having, uh, having Debo and Elijah Mitchell yes. is tough. So and that, I'll and, give and, you that and when I did text everybody, that was my reasoning. I did not want them because yeah. they, I would never have started them together. Yeah. Well, yeah I'm, I'm a big guy. But I don't like that either. So I get that. Uh, so I get then that. I thought to myself, since the people that I was trying to shop Elijah Mitchell for, right, were all saying he's not going to be the one I don't want him. Okay, so that was, I got six no's for that, you know? So then I, I really only had two yeses, right? And based off the two yeses that I had, DJ Moore was the best offer. So I said, I'm never going to start this guy because I have Devo, right? I need a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So I sent it. And maybe it wasn't the best. I, I just, I feel like because you're 6 0, and because, like, you had other trades to make, and, like, you could have afforded the time to wait. Like, That's I, I just, I just feel like, if Elijah Mitchell comes back and and even has fucking 13 points in his first game back, you're getting yeses from every single one of these motherfuckers. I, I I just think that like you had the cushion, like like that's almost more more why I don't like the trade for you because even though you wouldn't have started him, like this is the lowest that, that, that you could trade this guy. Fair. It's the lowest. Fair. Yeah. That's all. That's all. I mean, I I get the the rationale. I get it. Um, and I just don't like DJ more than that much either. So I mean, if he gets traded, it's one thing. And then maybe he picks it up. Like he, I mean, he's he's. Pretty much the one there. I mean so I mean like it's not like a horrific trade. I just hate it. You know, like does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like 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 I'm not saying it's it's exactly a bad trade. I just fucking hate it personally. Sure. But that's just me. Um didn't mind the, the the next one well with Mike. I mean like like at the end of the day, like I think your starting lineup still probably a little better if you have like both tight ends. That being said, starting two tight ends is a little risky. And I needed um, the depth. You needed the depth, and you got a starting caliber running back and a starting caliber receiver for it. I can't really, I, I can't argue with that at all. I mean, you, you, like you're gonna start on Mark uh, Cooper this week, yeah, it's a step down from from Mark Andrews for um, for sure. Um, but I mean, even still, Mark Cooper's popped a couple of times, and then you have Miles Sanders. Like you know, running backs are gold. I I, I don't mind that. And now that gives me three uh like three top fifteen backs right there. Yeah, I mean with with Mixon, Hall and then and Miles Sanders, and then you got a little bit of depth of receiver with Debo, and then you could either start um, you know, more or, or then and then at that point it's either Cooper or one of the backs of your flex. I mean, so you have a little bit um, a little bit more depth than before. Yeah. Um, I mean I think like I think you should be active on the fab next week though. Oh I, can I'm, tell you I, that. I am waiting. I really I even th- next week? I mean the any I'm just waiting for that one big guy i Am dropping all the money on them. Wait, do you have all your fab? I have right now. I have eighty six. The only person that has one hundred percent of the fab was Mike. I don't know if that's changed, but that was the way last week. Um, give <sighs> me two <coughs> seconds. No, Mike spent fifteen dollars. So who has the most right now? It might uh, be. It might be me. No, Mike then. Me. Mike has eighty five. And then how much do I have? And Nick also has eighty five. And then where are 82 um 83 oh yeah 83 83. yeah yeah so you're third you're third and then brandon has 81 everyone else is under 80 or under so i i don't think i'm gonna probably buy any more because if i don't lose i'm not gonna pick anybody up. yeah uh, you know what i'm saying i'm just gonna keep waiting out for that big guy somebody big will go out and then it's just a matter of time it's just a matter of time. Bad. um, I'm looking at Matt's team. He has um the least fab. Yeah, five went right into fab. We'll, we'll end it here with the waiver pick fair, fair I don't know how Matt has the least fab. I don't really even know who we would have picked up like Mariota. But I don't it, know. It was it was the it was the um there was a stretch of like when he was 0 and three or like really like he was the bottom.
1: What was Audit. he dropping? I don't even
0: know he was dropping money on. Like, it was random pickups each week, remember? Well, um, he probably picked up Chark, Mariota, he probably picked up Jalen Warren from from the, the Steelers. Hold well, let me see. I'm just curious because, like... I I don't... You can't see deep, deep down. Fuck, it doesn't tell you how much how much you got him for, do you? No. Does it? Literally yeah, it literally says just... i like... Oh, oh, no, yeah, it does. So he so got Mariota for 16. He got Jalen Warren for free. He got DJ Chark. Oh, he drafted Chark. He probably picked up Pierce then? No. Who did he draft? He has less than half of his fucking fat. Who has he been picking up? He, I'm telling you. Hold on. Well, like, I mean, like, we could go back and look at the offer sheet. Every where day. do you see people? Where are they, where he picked them up? If you scroll all the way to the bottom, and then, like, mm-hmm. it'll say either they drafted him, or then for Mario if you scroll all the way to the bottom, added for $16, by at least I'm trying Matt Higgins. Where did all the, all the money go? Like, where did all the fucking money go? I don't understand. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to look. I'm just baffled by this. So let's see. you see Boone? Week one. He spent 15 on Boone. 15 on Boone is fucking insane. Um, at least I'm trying zero week one. Let's go with... Let's see what else he did. At least I'm trying nothing week two. He picked up Evan Ingram for five. Oh my god. Oh my god, he picked up Matt, Matt Collins for $20. There it is. That's what I was looking for. Because <laughs> there had to be something in there that was fucked up. And yeah, Matt Collins is is, is the guy. Matt Collins had $30. So he 20. picked up the Broncos D for a dollar. Yo. <laughs> Matt Collins had 30, and then he had six, and then he had zero. So yeah, at least you're trying, bud. Fuck you. Um, that's ridiculous. All right, fab this week. Sorry. I just I just had to do a little bit of research on that. Um. So Matt this week picked up uh, Mariota, um, for sixteen dollars. Yeah, there was a big fa- I think Buse sent it in. There's a a big amount of fab. Big week, big week. Um. So then Matt gets Mariota for for sixteen. He has Rodgers, So I mean, maybe he's gonna want to start him. Um. Uh, moving down to Mike, picked up Robbie Anderson mm-hmm. for fifteen. Um, I mean, I didn't know Robbie Anderson would well, like. I um, got traded to the foul, to the Cardinals, so that's on me. That's on me. And then, like, in the nerve, uh, has the nerve in the chat to be like, uh, "How do you run a fantasy football podcast?" First of all, okay, we don't have a wide listener base. So let's be honest. <laughs> and second of all, he didn't even listen to the fucking pod. So, so, how can he even sit there and say that? that fucking you've track? yet to have a better record than a, like five hundred. You're one in five be better, for mind. the third consecutive year. Be better. There've been three weeks this year where you've mentioned just losing the the. The, the week like before it started like like yes you have a good team this year but you've shown for the third year in a row that you've yet to produce a better team than Mike, three and five stay out of lot of fire i don't know why you're talking <laughs> shit why like, are you talking shit we're dude? on the top of the league for back-to-back years for a reason yeah so. what like, have uh, you done yeah <laughs> you, you've done a beer mile and, and then you i think you came in in the bottom four hey, he played league. me in the fucking circle game he, oh no he God. played Matt he was in the bottom four he yes. played Matt you've been in the bottom four two years in a row one of those being the worst team so, so don't sit here and say <laughs> how do you run a fucking fancy football podcast yeah I, how do you run such a shitty team Mike Yeah. how do you have the best one of the best teams in our league right now and still be one in five pal explain it to me yeah be better and then also like don't tell me you're not going to trade with, with me or Drew because we have a bunch of good players then trade with them you're an idiot <laughs> you're an idiot fuck you <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. hope and yo, side note, Mark Andrews is questionable with knee problems. I hope he doesn't fucking play. I hope he doesn't fucking play. Get played. Yeah, get <laughs> played. I hope he doesn't fucking play. Yeah, how do you run a face? Yeah, fuck you. I hope I hope he dislocates his fucking knee. You are New Jersey's jockstrap, you fucking prick. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I I hope you enjoy your fifteen dollar fucking pull on Robbie Anderson. So congrats. <laughs> um next is you. You with Nico Collins. Explain this to me. Oh, I, I like dude, I'm a big We've talked about it before. We're, we're big target guys. Um, sure. Let's talk about Nico Collins' targets, bro. In his past five games, six, five, four, nine. That's all I need for a flex. That's okay? True. 15, 11, 6, 9. Although those point, points aren't high, when you see targets like that, you have to think he could be a part of that offense and potentially get a tutty. If he just catches a tutty in any of those games, it's a 15-plus point game. He just hasn't caught a tutty yet. Yep. yep. So um, when a, when I was shopping – I didn't have a wide receiver because Hollywood Brown was still out. So I was shopping to potentially fill that gap. And uh, then I made trades, so obviously I don't need him. But he'll stay there because I have him now. No, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's not like you had a lot of guys in your bench that you were, like, really fucking holding on to, it feels like. So, I mean, you know, you, you're, you can afford to give people up. Um, I want to talk about this next one. He was picking up the Pats D for $6, dropping Deion Jackson from the Colts. I mean, um, I know Deion Jackson, um, like, uh, is a little hurt himself with a quad injury. But, I mean, the dude is at 28, and then everyone else in the running back room is, is injured. I mean, I don't really get the drop. I mean, I'm, I, like, it sucks because I don't really know who <laughs> I would drop other than Kenny Draco. I literally just picked up, and I'll get to him. But, like, that was kind of a bold drop. I mean, someone could scoop him, and he could go off again. I, I just I don't really understand why he did that. Um, I, I put a bet in for the, for the Pats D myself. I got the Eagles on a bye, but, like... I don't know. I don't think uh, maybe a. I don't think a defensive stream is worth. I got a running back that's at twenty eight points. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, what, what's your take on that? How much did he spend on that? Yeah, the only, um, I mean, only six dollars um, on the patch D. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. But like, Deion Jackson just had twenty eight points last week, and I Taylor can. might not play again. I mean, like. I mean. Wait, and Buse has the Niners D on his bench. I don't. I don't get that at all. Well, like, why? Why wouldn't you drop, like. I don't JD know. McKissick. I, I mean, don't, I don't know. I, just I don't, don't know, know why he's spending six dollars on the fucking Patriots or the Packers D. I mean, like Patriots like, D. I don't know. Oh, but it's, that's like, a lot of money. Yeah, like he wants. I know. He, I get. He wants a whole lot of the Niners D because they face Kansas City this week, and he wants to keep them and not start them. But just wait a day and just pick one up. I, I just. I don't. I don't really. I don't know. Uh, I don't really understand it. I mean, uh, I guess just drop a little money if you're going to use them. I mean, I guess he's one in five. He's got to do something. But shit. I mean. Not for a running back to twenty eight. I don't. I don't know. That doesn't really make any sense to me. But viewers I, I know you listen to the pod regularly. So 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 please text me after and explain because I'm curious. Fair. Um, free Brandon rush. Um, picked up Gasecki. Dropped Irv Smith. Tight end. I don't really give a fuck about that at all. Me um I dropped Taysom Hill for for Kenny and Drake. The uh, <laughs> the, the 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 Taysom Hill experience. <coughs> it went well. I mean, what he averaged. What was. 35 and four he, he averaged around 20 which is great in this two weeks a 35 pointer and a four pointer Taysom, it was really great to have you um i now have the hog jumping in so thanks for your service pick up Kenyon drake i mean kind of a flyer um i mean i know it was only a Pumped one off week. last week yeah i mean um he had 10 rushes 119 yards and a tutty i mean he um caught two balls for eight yards i mean don't think, it, like, it could. it's going to last that much longer, but I mean... But J.K. back there, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, like, if I, like, but for me, if it happens again this week, then, I mean, me just, like, maybe a usable guy. I mean, I wasn't really going to have Taysom Hill for any longer, so I just figured, why not Kenny Drake? And I'm, I may end up dropping him before the end of the week to pick up Deion Jackson, so never yeah. know. And, and you beat the, the Patriots, D. Yeah, hilarious. it's funny. I bit on the Patriots, um but I'm honestly glad I didn't get him. Um, And then... Uh, Teddy did pick up Harrison Bucker, a kicker from the Chiefs, who was hurt. Um, so now he's back, um, back in action. So I mean, just kind of a cheeky little, uh, a cheeky little one dollar pickup. And yeah, wow. that's if ways. you didn't bet three dollars, if you didn't bid three dollars on the Patriots D, you wouldn't have got him. Huh? Wait, which D did you get? You got the Patriots. D. I got no one's D. Either. That was an unsuccessful pickup. You just got them. Look, he's gonna say Oh my god! If Buse didn't drop six, I'm I'm roasting Buse for dropping six dollars, but he needed to drop six dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. Why are you guys spending? I mean, Brandon was the only smart one. He spent zero dollars. <laughs> smart move, Brandon. That's how much the fucking Patriots defense is worth, brother. Go I mean, shop a different D. You know, look, even if you didn't bid, I wouldn't have gotten him because I bid five for Kenyon Drake. Um, over Taysom So, so the so the Pats D was my backup. But he's like, like if you do it, like I had a right. three dollar bid for the Pats. I think. There or, or yeah, it five. It, it was three, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like if someone else got Kenyon and Drake, and then then I was expecting to get the Pats. So, um, but I mean, I, I get it for abuse, and then for myself, I have the Eagles D on buy. I'm not dropping those motherfuckers. Their schedule is cake for, for the rest of the year, so yeah. they're just gonna sit on my bench for a week. But yeah, I mean, like a not a crazy week, but I mean a, a couple double digit figures in Fab. I mean, I'm, as the weeks. Kind of dwindle on, um like the, we're seeing a, a, a gap start to kind of form in the amount of uh, people blabs. So yeah, you know, like, it, yeah, it's turning. Yeah, turning up for uh, week seven here, halfway through. Yeah, it's gonna be the halfway point. It's gonna be the halfway point. um number one, King of the Hills. You are seven. guaranteed first place for another week, win or loss. For another week, win or loss. And Look at you the projected. We now yeah. have the most points for, by a healthy margin. By twenty. Remember when Buse put in that stat? Yeah, I love I love shit talking Um <laughs> Buse, remember when you put in that stat because you are like, yo, Drew's team can't produce points, and he still gets wins because he doesn't get good points scored against? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I also said that, too. So, yeah. uh, this, Buse, this is not all on you. So, I yeah, uh, that's 50%. Buse, fuck you 50%, and fuck you, Snake, 50%. And fuck everybody else because my team's that team, and uh slapped cock. Well, why is something crazy? So, so, Buse put in these stats this week for like, overall records. If, you, if we've faced every single team each week, you'd be 47 and 19, and I'd be 46 and 20. Just out of reach, pal. Uh, you know what? Uh, see, I was going to take the more angle of, oh, Winner's Lab, Weasel Snake, but fuck you. Fuck off. How about that? How about that? Uh, I was gonna do a little camaraderie thing. I, the pod. I, I, do you get deja vu when you're in this car, Murphy? Because I do. Because every single year, back to back, every single week, we just talk about you and I on the top of the league. I was just, I was just getting tired of it. I just wanted to go back to all the, right, old, all right. the old little little banter. State. Yeah, I'm you know. getting tired of you and me like being together on the top. Yeah, someone touch us, bro. I, I'm waiting. <laughs> I, I'm I'm true. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for, for for someone to to take us off because it's just not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. And, and um, Teddy, I'm sorry. I think I'm going to beat you this week. I think it's going to be a definitive Weasel Snake 1-2 next week. <laughs> I think Bodie loses too. Yeah. And I think literally like um, week seven pod last year was the uh, was the winner's circle. Was the winner circle. So if, that, if that's true exactly one year later, that's going to be quite something. Oh, I hope to God that Brandon beats Bodie and that I win. <laughs> I hope to God. Just a Weasel Snake 1-2. and two. That's all I want. Something simple. Something easy. Christmas is coming early, yeah. and that's all I want. 7 0 is coming early. Yeah, and then also a shout out to Teddy, who was in third. This is a, a 53 South Franklin Street run league. So <laughs> it's true. You know, it's, it's true. S- someone touch this household because you're all lacking. <laughs> it's so. true. All right. Well, I mean, the next time we talk to you, will be at the halfway point, yeah. and we'll have some more banter for you. I'm sure Drew will make four more trades between then. So. And I'll be 7 <laughs> 0. I don't know what losing is, boys. I don't know. Uh, Ride the high. It ends. It ends, bud. Uh, That's what they all say. All right. All right. We're out. I'm Uh, a snake. I'm a weasel. You're.